Welcome to CII Radio. In this episode, we're talking to Dr. Matt Connell about machine learning and public trust. In this episode of the CII podcast series, we're joined by Dr. Matt Connell, Policy and Public Affairs Director at the CII. Machine learning is changing the way we underwrite, pay claims and communicate with clients. At the same time, we hear about scandals relating to the abuse of data. So how can we deliver the benefits of machine learning to consumers while also behaving in a way that encourages trust? To find out more about this podcast and for useful links, visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Here's our conversation with Matt Connell. Hello, Matt. Hi. Welcome to CII Radio. Thank you. Excellent. Very pleased to have you. Um, so today we're talking about machine learning. Just starting off quite broadly uh, and in a general sense, what could you explain what machine learning is and how this might differ from artificial intelligence? Yeah, these are two things, two phrases we, we hear a lot and they hear a lot together. One of them is is, is sort of the input, what, what goes into the way... Com- computers learn and, and interact with people and, and, and appear to be intelligent. And the other one is is the end product, the output. Okay. So artificial intelligence is the is the end product. If some if a computer, a robot, um, behaves in a way that that looks like um, it's exercising human intelligence, if it gives that sort of illusion, uh, then that's artificial intelligence. So artificial intelligence is a sort of subjective measure of of the output. And like a lot of subjective measures, the definition of artificial intelligence can change over time. So I think of it as being a bit like um, special effects on films. Back in the 1920s, King Kong convinced everyone (laughs) that it was real. Uh, Now you've got to do a lot better than that to to convince people that it's real. It's a bit like that with, with artificial intelligence. So um, some forms of image recognition software looked fantastic and, 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 and as computers learned what, what things look like, people said, well, that's artificial intelligence. Now that's that's quite common. Uh, and so people don't think of necessarily of computers recognising images or playing games like chess as artificial intelligence anymore. They think of it as being much more sophisticated as being able to speak language and understand language because that's much more 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 difficult. So artificial intelligence a bit like special effects. It's it's how how good you are at fooling people into into thinking the computer's got got a human brain. Yeah. Machine learning is is a is a technique uh, for for achieving um, artificial intelligence and and basically with machine learning it's the process by which computers on their own learn different different things um, so for example with with image recognition again what a machine sees is is a digital image with with loads of pixels and then machine learning is the process by which a computer focuses in on on certain elements of 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 the, the, that pattern of pixels to achieve an interpretation and, and decide that that picture is um, a cat or a or a person or something like that. Uh, so so machine learning is is the process by which computers on their own assimilate huge amounts of data, compare huge amounts of data, and and learn to to categorize things um, as as a person would. So for example, one one spectacular example of of machine learning is is Google Google built a uh, a chess program called AlphaZero, right? And they just told the computer the the rules of chess. They didn't teach it any tactics or anything like that. Um, and within a a few hours the the computer hadn't just learned chess um but it was beating some of the best chess people in the world and 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 again in in, in a very short space of time it had become the best chess player in 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 the world so it's wow. that process of just by crunching huge amounts of data alpha zero did it just by playing chess against itself and generating a lots of lots of data you 
the, the computer learns to, to, to solve problems or to recognize things, you know, in a, a very, very, um, very effective way. Amazing. So uh, they are very much linked. And, and effectively, the, the more that machine learning improves, or the more that we can uh, improve that, that the better that artificial intelligence will become. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay, well, I mean, it's all very, very interesting. And uh, as you say, the technology is kind of moving fast. And even in our lifetimes, it's, it's improved incredibly. So moving more specifically into the insurance sector, what yeah. kind of impact is this now having um, on insurance? It's in a huge diff- range of different areas. So, so again, sticking with with image recognition, um, insurers now on a on a day to day basis are using image recognition to to, to pay claims. Yeah. So, for example, if you've got a, a ding in your car and you you take it to to, to an insurer, um, you take it to a garage. In the past, um, a person would inspect it in the garage and and send a report to the insurer. The insurer might send someone out um, to to check the damage, uh, make sure that 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 the garage had, had assessed it correctly and, yeah. and weren't doing anything wrong but but with artificial intelligence what can happen machine learning what can happen is huge numbers of of images of of cars that need repairing yeah um get sent to the get sent to the insurer through to the to the to the computer the computer generates an interpretation it becomes good at interpreting what 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 needs to what 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 repairs need to be done? Yes. So and not then, only is it a quicker process; it's, yes. it's less kind of man hours. Absolutely, and, it's, and, and it's, uh, machines can yeah. do. And instead that, of engineers going out and doing dip checks, yeah. the the computers can sort of oversee what 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 the garages are, are telling them and, and what interpretation they're coming up with. So claims is a huge area that artificial intelligence can is well is now becoming absolutely involved in. yeah, uh, and and similarly with underwriting again decisions made on underwriting involve assessing different different data and and making a decision based on that data uh, and now with comparison websites comparison website give 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 insurers um, a fraction of a second to assess data and and and, and come out with a with a with a premium right. and so there again um, machine learning can can look at all different factors involved in making an underwriting decision and and start to to, to make those decisions in a very efficient way again without the need for 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 human input so that that makes a huge difference there and then the final way is with with chatbots. So that's you know again another another level of, of sophistication that's right. being used right across financial services. Perhaps more in banking at the moment than, than than insurance, but we're starting to see examples in insurance as well. So so where um, machine learning is used to learn how to uh, understand what 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 consumers are uh, what customers are, are telling them by 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 typing in information and 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 actually have a, have a conversation with people ba- based on artificial intelligence machine learning you know kind of going through the data of uh, huge amounts of data about um, what people ask about and, and 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 what relevant answers are so so even in the areas of customer service we're starting to see influence of of, of some types of machine learning it's amazing so they can uh, they're at the point now where they can understand what what customers are saying to them and work it out and and respond accordingly absolutely yeah but but this is one area where where you start coming up with the up against the the limitations of 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 machine learning so um one one things that machines are very good at is is uh looking at huge amounts of raw data and 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 learning how to interpret that one thing that machines don't do so much which people do a lot more is is machines 
I, you know, can handle vast amounts of data and crunch that through. So it sort of sh- throws huge amount of data at a problem, yeah. and then and then comes and comes to the final answer. Humans can't handle that much data, so the way they think is slightly different. They look for clues and and context, uh, and in amongst all those clues and, and and context, they 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 make the decision and proceed on 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 that basis. So humans tend to be a lot better at context. They look at what's happening around a conversation. Yeah. Computers just look at the at the at the data that's that's in front of them uh, and when you're communicating with people then then that can cause problems so so for yes, example yeah. in, in speech we often use words to use the opposite of what we mean if we're being ironic or um, if yeah. we want to be creative with words and we and we use words to you know to to mean things that they don't actually mean so you know yeah. we use the word literally to to, <laughs> to <laughs> mean anything but literally yeah, and, 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 and things like that and and that's that's where machine learning still uh, lags behind a little bit from Absolutely. from 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 the way humans think and and so when we use kind of machine learning in our day-to-day uh, experiences around language it, it, it can be it, it can throw up results that that are a bit weird or a bit off right i see um so for example it's um somebody somebody brilliantly described the the google predictive text as a bit like having a drunken elf in your phone right um because it's 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 <laughs> it is quite like that it's, yeah. it's it's absorbing huge amounts of data yeah. but at the end of the day it's not making a definitive decision about what something means right. um or, or or what you're trying to say it's it's making a guess and, and that's true of all kinds of machine learning even the sort of more traditional ones like chess the computer's still guessing what the what the best move is it doesn't know definitively what 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 the best move is and the way in which can computers guess um is just based on on crunching huge amounts of data it's not but the same way as humans guess which is by taking in context and, and absolutely and and using context and so when you're dealing with artificial intelligence you're dealing with something that's um not quite like a traditional computer but not quite like a person either no, it's somewhere, it's somewhere in, the in the middle yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely yeah. i mean yeah from a customer service is perspective for example there things like tone um emo- the emotion of the, of the customer yeah. calling up yeah. um, and as you say kind of irony sarcasm the computer might not get the joke that the, Absolutely, the customer's yes, saying yes, take it very seriously yeah, yeah, and yeah, literally yeah. so um yeah it's kind of somewhere in the mid- middle of those yeah. um, at the moment um so how do you see it kind of progressing into the future obviously this is kind of sometimes difficult to to predict but how do you see that changing now and 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 in the future and yeah. progressing so i, th- I think i think what will happen is as, as as processing power increases and 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 as our ability to to bring to bear all the different types of 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 input that that that's needed to make decisions then artificial intelligence will become uh, more sophisticated i think uh, I, I think where where artificial intelligence will be used is is probably um and, and again using the claims example um to 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 make lots of uh, fairly easy decisions, fairly routine decisions, and do that um, a, a lot faster and a, a lot yeah. more comprehensively, um, and, and then it will free up humans to do the things that, that that only humans can do, which is you know think of the situations that that, that go beyond artificial intelligence. Think of maybe detect ways in which people are trying to get around artificial intelligence so yeah. for example on 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 um example of, of of looking at cars and looking at damage there are some stories that, that a bit of tape on the car can actually look like damage and to a to a digital photo right, and, I see. and so a computer might detect damage where where a, where a human would again with the context of yeah. <laughs> noticing the bit of tape would <laughs> would understand what's going on uh, similarly there are there are some types of damage that, that that can't be assessed just with 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 imaging so so if a car 
car's been through a crash and its frame is damaged and the car's fundamentally unsafe, that's something that you need an engineer to to pick up on and and yeah. and, and and not just a computer. So so I think I think that there is going to be a very long process where um, we, we become really confident in a, in a, in a computer or robots ability to make decisions, routine decisions, which can be taken away from people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But but actually that doesn't necessarily mean that people disappear. It, it just means that people focus on the things that, that only people can do. Yeah. So it's very much about working alongside AI. Absolutely. And yeah. it's about them yeah. doing kind of menial tasks, kind of mechanical absolutely, jobs yeah. that are very time consuming. Yes. And as yeah. you say, that yeah. can free yeah. up yeah, absolutely. humans and then, to do something more meaningful. Yeah. And, 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 and in the customer service space, similarly, yeah. um, I think artificial intelligence, you can probably see that not so much replacing the conversation that you'd have with with someone in a call center or replacing the yeah. conversation you you'd have with a with a with a with a professional face to face yes but, yeah. but but maybe um in the kind of information gathering process where you're you're filling out forms you could definitely use artificial intelligence to to make form filling a lot more um intuitive and a lot yeah. easier so so when you're filling out a form and you need to to pick up the phone and ask someone what what a particular question means yeah you can use artificial intelligence there to to facilitate um, form filling and, and, and things like that uh, in, a, in a much more sort of back and forth and in, intuitive way to, to make that process easier for, for consumers. So for example, Zurich um, have introduced a, a sort of chatbot to help people with, with the claims process. Right. Uh, uh, and, and that chatbot helps people with the initial disclosure of the, of the claim and assessing how, how important it is, but it doesn't replace the, the, the call handler who, who, then, who then helps people through the more complex elements of the claim. Absolutely. And it, that kind of person and human touch is obviously very important at a time when a customer is probably quite vulnerable, maybe absolutely, a bit frightened yes. if it's some kind of yes. burglary, car crash. So absolutely. it's incredibly important that that human element remains. Absolutely. And and and, and you can just imagine if, if, if it is just left to a co- computer, then, you know, that kind of element of empathy. Yeah. Uh, I think people have said that, that computers can can replace um the human brain but they can't replace the human heart so oh, right. it's it's yes yeah. you you can't you can't necessarily read a robot can't read a situation and and, and understand put themselves in the in in that position that's that's not something that a computer will ever be able to do so yeah. so again that element of of, of crucial element of a service is is, is still very much going to be there yeah chatbots are not known for their sympathy no no no, no. <laughs> and, and in a way it's it, and if if they do get good at it in a, yeah. in a sort of superficial and fake way that can undermine yes the, absolutely the, yeah. um, the the relationship even more so again a lot of companies now even where they produce very effective artificial intelligence they're disclosing to people straight away that they're talking to to an ai or, yes, or a chatbot yeah. um right up front rather than um waiting because because then it can be very confusing if, if people think they're talking to a person yeah. and then the computer tells them i'm going to hand you over to a person now yeah then, they might feel very kind dislocating of un- un- undermined yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, i mean that so. kind of leads us on quite well to um the ethical issues that arise mm. around machine learning um how, could you tell us a little bit about sure some of these and how they could be managed absolutely so so we what we try and do is is break down the 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 ethical challenges into sort of three three main um categories competence uh, integrity and 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 care for the customer right so so on the on the on the competence side um what we say is that 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 to be a professional you have to you have to have the knowledge and 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 the simple ability to 
um, produce the best the best service that's 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 on offer. Yeah. Uh, and so there are there this works two ways. It's the competence of knowing the limitations of of, of AI, but also knowing the potential of AI. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think you know if you think of a of a of a of a doctor, you wouldn't expect a doctor to treat you with the kind of technology that was existed in the 1950s or the 1920s. <laughs> you'd you'd want a doctor to to yeah. be up to date with all the potential that, that that technology can bring. And I think there's a professional requirement for for experts to understand the the implications of machine learning and how machine learning can can help consumers. So so that I, I don't think it's a a sustainable ethical position to say that you're just going to ignore AI or, or ignore no. machine learning altogether, but you do need to know what it can do and and what the limits are. Absolutely, so I think and that's, it's important to stay up to date. Absolutely, how it's absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's the first sort of ethical yes, challenge, yeah. a simple one, or professional challenges around competence. I think the second professional challenge is is what we call integrity. So that's about using uh, machine learning and, and going about machine learning in a way that's defensible and 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 kind of leaves. Uh, clients and consumers feeling that they're still in control of the of the process. So, for example, the way we gather data has to be um, completely transparent, and we have to be clear about what, why we're gathering data. And obviously, in the last year or so, we've had a lot of issues around things like Cambridge Analytica and, and things like that, and the way the way they gather data. And so, yeah. that that element of integrity is about being absolutely clear and transparent about how you gather data, how you process the data, how 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 the machines how the machines learn. Yeah. So it's about um, transparency as absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah. and being really clear because the way in which you, the data that you give machines can can lead to all sorts of um, biases. So, so, so for example, you know, they found with machine learning that there's that it's very easy in image recognition software to build in all sorts of racial ethnic biases um, depending on the kind of um, images that you give computers and robots to to, to learn from, and so you right, okay. you've got to have that process of it's all again you know because machine learning is halfway between a robot and a person yeah the way you manage the machine learning is almost the way you manage people so if you were to outsource a, um, a, a function to to another company another group of people you'd manage that in a particular way yeah um, giving them clear instructions and but also retaining responsibility for what they do and uh, having ways of, of, of monitoring them and, and and feedback loops and 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 listening to complaints and things like that and it's the same same thing with with machine machine learning I mean that's a really interesting point so in terms of machine learning the data you're putting in and the information you're giving it mm -hmm. you can you can affect it you can condition it to, yes. to make certain decisions it's not yes. just and, and if you don't give it the full picture it can absolutely. it can kind of exercise some some kinds of bias. absolutely yes and, yeah. and and that's that's true of, of people as well as as well as machines but absolutely, if, you, if, yeah. you, if you yeah if you don't have that full universe and if you're not testing the 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 way in which the machines, the decisions that machines make, and 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 looking at, at, at how that affects people, yeah. then then you're only sort of doing half the job, and then that yes. leads to sort of the third sort of dimension, the sort of third ethical professional dimension for ethics, which is which is um, care for the for the client and, and a duty of care, I think, for society as a whole, to to look at the effects of machine learning look at the 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 outcomes of machine learning and 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 all forms of technology and as a professional look to uh, mitigate those 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 effects so 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 element of introducing bias into into machine learning is one of them but then if you're also producing effects even with a, a completely unbiased process if for example your your machine learning is improving underwriting to the point where you can really detect risks with 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 sort of forensic ability and there's a group of people who 
who you've identified are um, very high risk, even if you've done that in a completely unbiased way, I think there's still an ethical and professional responsibility to make sure that those people who are becoming, who, for whom it's becoming harder and harder to, to get cover and to get insurance, that you have some sort of solution for, for them as well. And that's not necessarily professionals providing that solution all on their own, although they might do through sort of pro bono or, yeah. um, uh, work, but also working together with with other stakeholders in society uh, like government like um, NGOs to to make sure that as a, as a society as a whole um, we we're aware of, 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 of the effects of this technology and and we're coping with them in a way that 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 meets the needs of, of the whole of society and, and and not just part of it I mean I suppose the, the, the final thing we want to talk about is is public trust which is obviously very much at the, at mm. the heart of what the CII do what does all this mean and the introduction of this machine learning and, and AI what does it mean for public trust and also is there a question around data protection as well yeah so so I think I think it, it does have a huge implication for public trust and I think in most visibly we've seen that in terms of, of data protection we've sort of mentioned Cambridge Analytica and yes. things like that already, but I think it, it does have implications more widely than that, including you know the, the way we make decisions and, and and the way we work, the way we communicate. So so again, we're talking about being honest about about using uh, artificial intelligence, not using it as a as an illusion to dupe people into into thinking that they're, they're they're talking to a person, but using it as transparently as a as a as a, as a service that that people can recognise as a as a as a distinct service. And I think there there are lots of elements to, to maintaining public trust so so one is being really clear about how you're you're using the data I think beyond that is being really clear about what your business model is and 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 how valuable the data is um, to you because I think you know you can have a huge great long document of terms and conditions about about how you're going to use the data that's completely meaningless yes um, yeah. but but what you really need is is for people to understand how valuable the data is they're sharing to you and 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 what they're getting in return for it um, so they get a feeling that that they're that they know how the data is being used, and and that, that somewhere along the line they're not they're not not going to come to any any regrets. So it's about yes, creating that no regret situation much more than than just giving people tons and tons of information about how you how you use the data and being very upfront and clear and and easy to understand rather than endless absolutely terms and conditions yeah, which yeah, many people yeah. might kind of just click through or or disregard absolutely um, and, and yeah. then and then that kind of upfrontness is is also you know is in in terms of sort of how you how you tell people you're using the the, the technology again not just as saying this this is an ai or you're talking to a chatbot yeah but but actually sort of following through with with the way you interact with people so what some some research on on artificial intelligence that found that that one thing that that really puts consumers backs up or clients backs up is when um they uh they hear the chatbot sort of going mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or, or yeah carry on or oh, okay. <laughs> it was right. just just making sort of human noises yeah for, for no other reason than to trick them into thinking yes. that they're dealing yeah. with, a, with a human so again it's it's not just transparency in terms of telling people up front what's happening but it's transparency in terms of the whole experience and yeah. and being really cl- clear in, in in your body language and the way you deal with things yeah what 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 kind of uh, technology or what kind of person people are dealing with absolutely so they're very much aware that it is a robot yeah. throughout the, the, absolutely. the interaction yeah. And, yeah. and it's not yeah. that they're that there's not that element that they are trying they're almost uh, a company is trying to trick them by absolutely. making them think yeah. this is a human that's absolutely. very clear yes that it, yeah. it, it's yeah. not so but it, it, and in terms of data protection i mean this is something with the um after gdpr has, has now come absolutely, into effect yeah. um it is it is a huge issue and something is it just this is just another part of it that that 
companies need to just continue to to act in a very responsible way. Um, Absolutely, yeah, and, and I think you know GDPR puts down principles of 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 using data that I think you know are strong principles for for, for using technology as well. Yeah. Um, but I think equally, date, GDPR recognises that all those principles and all those rules operate within a, a, a wider public space and and for a professional to be GDPR compliant, they also have to be aware of the public interest. So there's a lot of elements of, of GDPR that say something's something some sort of practice is 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 good if it's in the public interest and, and not good if it isn't in the public right, interest. Yes, yeah. So even GDPR itself in in the body of those quite prescriptive rules and principles has space for understanding what the what the public interest is and so i think even when you look at the regulation you you can see that there's this extra dimension of understanding what society expects and what society wants um what what the public wants and and consumers as a whole expect not just um following following a simple set set, set of rules and and principles and, and and if you tick all the rules then you, then you're doing the right thing Absolutely. Okay. Um, well, thanks very much for coming in and speaking with us today, Matt. That was incredibly interesting. Excellent. Um, thanks a lot. If you, uh, if you do want to find out more about what we've been speaking about today, you can visit the CII website at cii.co.uk. And also to find out more about this or to subscribe to our podcasts, you can visit the journal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Um, thank you again, Dr. Matt. Thank you. And uh, thank you for listening and goodbye.